0: Hey everyone, uh, welcome to our latest episode of Placate Reality. We've got a special guest here, Bill D. We're gonna be talking about some stories as well as what's up with wallets being on the back of cell phones. Get stoked. i want to talk about before we get to the meat of our episode the first thing is how do we feel about wallets that are attached to cell phones because i look at them and i hate them so much and i really can't explain why i hate them so much but i just think that they like they feels like they would just obstruct things it wouldn't work well it looks bad
1: i'm against it i like the idea of them I like you know consolidating all of your you know belongings into one space okay it makes it easy to take care of but i just don't where do you put your coins <laughs> that's my only question do you put <laughs> your coins in your wallet yeah where else would i put them just in your pocket yeah the yeah. worst is yeah. when your you coins, coins jangling around binnie. in your pocket and then you put them in the wash and just messes everything up the
0: worst is when your coins like bunch up in your wallet and like you like try to like do you, sit down do and, this? like
2: what coins in their wallet are you yeah, kidding me yeah i put coins in my wallet I, gonna don't,
3: gonna I don't them? put coins in my on wallet. my old, <clears throat> you know, Velcro. It did have my <laughs> wallet. I had a pick, a guitar pick, hanging around, and then whenever I had coins, you know, I put it in there. And I get home and empty it, and then just you know, every like six months, you go to Coinstar at Walmart, and yeah, yeah. you exactly. have like thirty yeah. extra bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you just I have a, like a jar. I just put yeah, all my coins yeah, in there. Yeah, I put yeah, them yeah. in my oh, pocket. Yeah, but, you put them I, in your pocket? I put them in my pocket. I
0: would do pocket now. I, so I got a new wallet now, so I'll do pocket. When the cashier hands, you change. You don't immediately put it in your wallet. Like I like no. I'm opening my wallet for a dollar bill and they put like a quarter on top of it. So I just drop
2: it in and then put the bill in. No, no, I put the bill in. Thank you. Put the
1: coins right, in the right. pocket. Well, I'll save a donation jar. I'll break this down. Means, that's a good point. Usually
3: usually what people put in the back of wallets is like two cards an ID, or something like that and maybe like 20 bucks cash if you're going to like a concert or something like that right mm. so you're not going to be worried about coins most of the time because it's all going to be electronic mm. but here's here's my pros and cons I, I actually did get a wallet case and i hated it because the reason was the cards were sticking right out the back Persona and so you could, you could feel it every time you hold your phone and it was like, it was like backwards and like kind of like they're poking out a little bit, and it just drove me crazy. Like trying to put my phone away, or, like snag or something like that. But Jackson does have one where it just like fo- you like fold it open, and there's cards hiding in there. So here's here's the pros and the cons real quick. I think it's convenient, but if you get your phone lost or stolen, that's what so I was going to say. So is your wallet. Your phone and wallet are both gone. I was going to
2: say this is the worst idea. You know, you lose one, you lose them both,
3: and then Not here's cool. here's all the in, other all thing. Out. Like, okay, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they're going to be mostly obsolete maybe in the next two years or so. Maybe not. Maybe, like, five years down the road because here's the thing. There's already, like, Apple Pay and Samsung Pay, which is, like, your wallet is, like, built into your cell... Your credit card is, like, on your cell phone. <laughs> Obviously, I never use that personally, but, like, I feel like, you know, down the road, that's where it's going to head, like, the norms of things. And so you won't even need to have your card on you. But, I mean, I still think it's nice just to have, like... Because there's, there's always going to be more cards that you can't hold in, right? Like gift cards or like insurance or like if you have a work coupons or like... Eagle Scout cards. Eagle Scout yeah. cards. If you have God like, God like a work like ID card, like I, I had one that you just, yeah. you know, yeah. hold up your wallet and scan in and then... Okay. Those so kind of
0: things. Let me, ask, let me ask you gentlemen this. What if you put like your best Pokemons? Best Pokemons, best Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm. Just like have them in there. You look at mm. that, is that more respectable? Because if I saw someone doing that... I would think that they're actually devoted, and I wouldn't hate that.
2: No, no, I would just put that in the back. Get a f- clear phone case, put it in there. Look, I got a clear phone case, I got a little note from Meg. I got some, a match, an empty matchbox. Could you fit more than, my like, baby two blanket. Pokemon
0: cards in there, though? Well, you gotta show off your best, too. Cycle them out, you know? <laughs> That's a good point. Alright, well, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, recently, the Nintendo Switch came out with a new version of Super Smash Bros. I haven't played it very much, but I know that quite a few people here are pretty into it. I'd like to okay. hear your review, and I'd like you to contrast it with Melee, Brawl, and the Wii U version.
1: Oof. In-depth. I mean, I never played the Wii U version very much. Played it maybe twice. Same. I don't have much of an opinion on it, but it seems to just be an improved version of yeah. that one. Of the Wii U version? Yeah. Like, they took everything that they were trying to do on that one and, like, made it like They finalized higher. it. Yes, yeah. and to,
3: just to add to that note... What someone told me the other day that I thought was, like, the perfect description was the Wii U version was kind of like the old Nintendo, like, developers and the new are kind of merged together. So they got kind of like a half-baked project mm. sort of thing. And then the new one is, like, now, like, it was kind of like the transition from old to new. Mm. But now it's, like, the new ones, they've found their ground. The old guys are dead out The new, like, the out new one is just bam, bam, bam. Well, kind of. I mean, like, it's like it's the new over. generation of, like, Nintendo developers. Mm-hmm. And they just nailed it. I thought. It's on a whole new
4: engine too, so it runs way smoother. Than That's cool, older games.: I didn't know that.: What's your feelings about it Will? Do you like it?: I've only played it once, and I just got dumpstered. By <laughs> dumpstered? It, but, <laughs> but it's pretty fun. I watch it. And it's pretty fun. It's, it's cool. Like just I don't know. I like it. I like all the new characters, too. Yes. yes. What's yeah, your favorite? tons of characters?
2: Hmm Difficult question.
0: If you if you had to murder Isabel, another character, I like Isabel. Well, I like Isabel. <laughs> She's good. just cute, but She's
2: she kills so it so I like villager. Villager awesome. kills it. It's it's too. Actually. He does.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can Very hit the trees. It's does as you guys as seen Aurora play. I have I he's, he's pretty gnarly. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's got like a bad recovery, but he's kind of he's gnarly. Mm-hmm I so, like the
1: st- like Street Fighter guys, too. They're kind of fun. Ryu and... Is that uh, Nintendo? Oh, Ken and Ryu? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like all the fantasy... Street it's Fighter? The right. yeah. yeah, Street
2: Fighter. And Final, Final Fantasy Summons. That's
0: all
4: something of- else, though. Well, like their those characters. characters, some of the characters, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, really?
0: Is Final Fantasy Nintendo though, or do they just add them? I don't think so. I think they just took well, no, because they have, everything.
2: uh, what are their names? It feels uh, like
0: Super Smash used to only be Nintendo characters, mm-hmm. but it feels like it's but now they have like
2: Simon and Rick, do I mean, they have like mean, Sonic? Pac-Man. Sonic's like a Sega and character, Pac-Man. Sonic Pac-Man, and Pac-Man. Yeah.
0: Pac-Man. they have to buy the rights um, to
3: it. I'm pretty sure.
0: I'm not, if I'm gonna be honest, I don't know if I like
3: that. I kind of um, like the traditional, I, I feel both ways. I just hate Sonic. As a character, Uh not Sonic. I like the Sonic. Sonic I like the Sonic. Don't get me started (laughs) on Duck Hunt. Oh, get out of here! So funny. Listen, that was a creepy game. Here's okay. Well, here's my opinion. Okay. So I used to play competitive melee, and uh, I still kind of do, but I'm not in the scene as much, especially since the newer one came out. semi-retired. Well, yeah, I'm in. I'm doing, you know, the UV Rocket League. I can't really (laughs) spread myself too thin. Either way. um... I used to play Melee competitively, and it was easily the best up until this one came out, which has made me think about it a lot. I think this newer game is objectively better than Melee. Really? Yes. Why? I think, just because it's just like, it's got the perfect amount of mechanics that's like, oh, it's easy to get into, like, it's really low skill floor, right, it's easy to get into, easy to figure out, mm-hmm. but still really high skill ceiling, which means, like, there's a lot you can do and a lot to improve on and stuff like that, a lot of, like combos and mechanics and stuff like that which is cool Definitely. and the thing about melee is a lot of like a lot of the stuff you, like if you want to be good that you have to learn are technically glitches in the game
0: that's like, frustrating like it,
3: like one of the moves is called wave dashing and that's where if you do an air dodge you know yeah. If you, you can do a little direction so you do a jump you do a quick air dodge into the ground and your guy just kind of like kind of like shifts around the map like shifts forward and backwards or you can like you know if you do an aerial sometimes you're like Mm -hmm. if you miss it you're like vulnerable for a second Mm -hmm. you can do something called l canceling where you push shield right before you hit the ground and like the after animation is like cut in half so the fastest melee players do all this stuff and it's just like it's just over the top like mechanics that you have to be able to do with your controller which is kind of cool because it's like way fun once you get into it but it's just kind of it's not very friendly, right, to to new players. But this this one I thought was the perfect combination because it's just it's super fun. But I mainly is still personally my favorite. But I think this game's objectively better. Cool. That's my that's my
0: review. So I'd like to know as well where do we think that video games in general are headed? Because it seems like there's been a lot of it seems like a lot of I don't want to say hardcore gamers, but a lot of individuals are very much drifting towards like things like it called the main the most popular game right now fortnite Fortnite. well battle royale i mean that's obviously that's a subjective question but yeah (laughs) fortnite is like right these like online player games right (laughs) it seems like it's drifting away from like the single player adventure mode at least that's my take on it
3: there's always there's just different genres there's like there's like competitive games which is you know like the crazy competitive games like league or see it there's like there's also like esports games too mm-hmm. right so there's but then like there's so
2: many open world games
3: yeah but then there's like yeah there's like open world there's like eSport games slash competitive and then there's also like <laughs> single player um, there's a lot of single player games that are still like money grabs you know but there's I, I think though, the the favorite the best single player games are like the storytelling slash artistic ones mm-hmm. pretty much you know like so anything fun. that is just like more of like a cathartic experience like yeah right? I think That's actually
0: something I think is interesting because I feel like a lot of games are very much separated into whether they're like Like social mechanics fighting game or like an artistic single-player game where it's like like,
2: slow almost Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: like there's a lot of like indie games that are coming out that are very focused on the art and like the user like Experience compared to like gameplay. Mm -hmm.
3: That's that's my take. Yeah. Oh, I think it's super cool like The games that sell are not like the single-player storytelling ones but those are the ones that are like kind of the best although except for like breath of the wild for example that game is huge and it's like super cool so i would say that's an exception but yeah hey so we
0: just had our next guest walk into the building (laughs) dryden slimboski we are currently talking about video games we just judged the room about how we felt about the new super smash game we know that you're the person to ask
5: Give us your take, Dragon. Super Smash is one of the better games of 2018, I'd say. (laughs) Definitely. Potentially number one. Top three, at least. Uh, all I gotta say is you gotta play Greninja. (laughs) Oh yeah, Greninja? (laughs) No. So fast. Greninja's so quick. (laughs) He's so elusive. Wait, but how many other video games have you played? in? Yeah, what are the other contenders? (laughs) Uh, the other contenders, um... (laughs) Well, there's Fortnite. (laughs) And, uh, it's definitely better than Fortnite, I can tell you that. I've heard some rumors about Red Dead (laughs) 2. Haven't quite got my hands on it. It's pretty hard to get. But, um... So, I would be making a bold (laughs) statement. I'd be saying... Smash is probably most likely better. <laughs> so, I know it's a bold statement, but I mean it's it's your review, so I, I mean yeah, you definitely. Yeah, my review is it. Smash is better. Do you do you
0: kind of feel like you connect to Greninja? Like, do you see yourself in him?
5: Yeah. Oh With Greninja, he's very quick and elusive, as am I. Okay.
0: Give us an example
2: yeah. of how you are in the real world. Well. You weren't very quick when you're coming over here. But, um, <laughs> I'll put that out there. Yeah, that's um, very because, elusive, though. But Yeah, see, <laughs> true. I was
5: elusive. <laughs> and was also, the, the thing was, if you knew all the things I did in the time <laughs> uh, before I got over here, you would realize I was very quick.
0: So, Gre- Greninja does a lot of stuff in the background that we don't know about. Yeah, exactly. And that's really what makes it. It's kind of like the, see, the Perry
5: the Platypus. My favorite to my move is mm-hmm. that uh, The Side B y'all know the side b right oh yeah, oh, yeah we know the, the shadow board. attack the shadow attack yeah, that's yeah, fair yeah. enough it's... yeah that's like me you don't see all the groundwork that's being laid down and then i'll send them right in your face <laughs> roundhouse kick straight to the face and you're like whoa how did you do that
0: all right so now we're moving on i asked our guest to come up with some stories about an awe-inspiring moment or a strange moment or something that's just Spectacular in a weird way or a scary moment that's happened to them. So Ashton, would you like to share the first one? What what, the best one you thought of?
3: The best one out of those three?
0: Yeah. Okay. Dryden, Will, please if you will have a story you can tell something that was awe-inspiring, something that was extremely scary, strange, please. But we'll uh, start with. I'll fashion. do weird. I'll okay. the this one's
3: kind of a mix of weird and scary, but it's it's just it's an absolute ex- unit of an experience. We'll just say Whoa. that. Wow. Um, Full package. Brace yourselves. So I'll, I'll I'll make this one pretty quick. There's not a lot to get into. Pretty much, um, maybe I was about 16 or 17. Scout uh, trip camp out up um, up AF Canyon past Tibble. You know, like they have the gate right there. You can drive up in summer, but it was all sn- covered in snow so we hiked we backpacked up there in snow i can't remember the play the granite, fl- granite flats? flats. yeah granite flats i believe is the, where we camped and me and bryce richard were uh, we were in the same ward, and we were planning on building a snow cave i don't know if you guys have done that or seen those before but they always seem so cool mm-hmm. so we get up there and there hadn't been a fresh snowfall in a while so all the snow up there was like crusty crusty rock hard the worst like like ice pseudo ice almost honestly mm-hmm. so we just nice. took chunks. What we did, we, could, we couldn't even get a solid structure going because we couldn't pack any of it. Mm-hmm. So we had to take like, we found a picnic table and it was about like two or three feet, by the way. And you know, like those uh, picnic tables with a bench and like the, the, obviously the table on top, it's all attached into one <laughs> thing. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: So we literally just like covered you, that in ice. Yeah. We like do- made a dome around it. So each one of us laid under the middle. So it was super tight, but it took us like two hours to build because there was just, you couldn't mold the snow at all. And then this is where it gets kind of weird, is because I made a really dumb mistake, um, which I won't make again. You ate the snow. No. You I ate the snow in the When we were building that, obviously we're out in the cold, but I was packed, you know, packed on with all my snow clothes. So I got a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. it's time to go to bed, and I left my uh, sleeping bag, <laughs> like, outside, and so, mm-hmm. like, the. Whatever the cover or the film wrapping around it was like super frozen over, and it was like very stiff. And I was like, I was like, I'm already warm, so I think I'll just, I think I can just stay warm, like in my <laughs> snow clothes. Really dumb, I know. And so I literally was just on my, we had a tarp, and then I had like a pad, and I literally just lay there with a pillow in my snow clothes because I thought it would be warm enough. Especially with like my sweaty snow clothes. And because we, we had like a one one little entrance, and we blocked yeah. it off with our bags to keep the heat in. know, mm-hmm. bad. Anyways, it's, uh, yeah, long story short, what ended up happening is I just woke up about two hours later, just never been colder in my life, like, I woke up because I was cold, essentially, (laughs) and I, like, went outside, and I just, like, tried to warm myself up, and I was so stubborn, I still hadn't gotten my bag out, because it was, like, even worse at this point, point. And like maybe, and so I literally just try to go back to bed because I was just so stupid and I do it again. And then literally the whole night I just keep waking up in what feels like periods of like 10 or 15 minutes. But also I don't really know because like I just in this weird state of mind where like no one else is awake. I'm the only one out here and like I can't fall asleep and I'm just stupid. I won't get inside my my sleeping bag. Anyway. Would you say
0: that you felt alone? Oh yeah.
3: I was like completely like, like, yeah. It was really... I didn't want to wake up Bryce or anything like that. And, like, it was just so strange and bizarre. It was just, like, me out there in the cold. And I felt like I couldn't do anything about it. Because I thought my sleeping bag would be freezing. In hindsight, I probably should have done that. So, anyway, long story short, what I ended up doing after, like, three hours or something. Like, from starting. So, three hours total. I, like, went to, like, there was a little, like, outhouse area or whatever. Like, the Mm. cement ones with, like, the little chimneys. Mm. And it was, like maybe like 20 degrees warmer in there. So Mm. I just closed the lid and I just sat on that thing and I just waited until, and I waited until the sun came up and I did not, I did not sleep at all that night. I just sat there and waited in the warm, it took me an hour to warm up to like, to okay heat. And it was like the weirdest experience of my life. So when you think of like, when you're in a stressful situation, do you feel like your safe
0: place is the bathroom now.
3: Well, <laughs> not no necessarily, house. but I do know like, you know, if all else fails. You ever time in, uh, in, in my yeah, if you if you're ever on a winter camp out and like maybe maybe we didn't get our snow base built. You just, you know, pop a pop the tarp down in there, pop the oh. pop the old uh, you know, pad down in there and you got a nice little warm shelter for the night.
0: <laughs> Wrap yourself in the toilet paper. Oh you,
5: you're really desperate, you know. Okay. Alright. Have you guys ever seen that SpongeBob episode? The Were camping episode? Seen one of them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he wraps himself with toilet paper at one
0: time. I don't know if I've seen that. Is this Spongebob? I'm not sure. I was thinking I like the I know. I of None can remember. I know, yeah. I know I've
5: seen it, some sort of episode where they. Re- oh, no, actually, I think I'm thinking of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Have you guys seen that? Never I read them back in the day. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, those are great books. You know the guy, Greg. Wraps himself with toilet paper, swim team. Greg Heffley. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Yeah. 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 yeah! yeah! I remember that. Yeah. He's so cold. He's so amazing. Th- <laughs> I still
0: identify <laughs> with this character.
4: <laughs> yeah. you end up Smash Ultimate. <laughs> All right,
3: Adam, can you? Do you have a story for us?
5: Um, maybe. Yeah. Well, I've got. Okay. Should we pick one of the three to tell? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Three. Okay.
1: Um, Just, I can't so, Will can Bill D. Excuse Bill me. D. can help me That's with right. this one.
0: Okay, so we'll have this be your joint story then.
1: Yeah, and yeah. we'll this goes really a weird slash scary, I guess. Okay. And we'll edit it down. without some of the minor details, but um, I think we're okay, okay. if you want to give it. I mean, yeah. not like, you know, fully fleshed uh, out,
3: but whatever you want. Whatever you want to tell. The nitty
1: gritty. But basically, so me and Bill here, and then our two friends Trevor and Donnie, oh, went sh- camping up at Silver Lake Reservoir. Up above. Oh, I think I know where this is going, actually. And we were just having a fire. You're going in
0: an outhouse, huh? (laughs) This is intimate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we were just having a fire, having a good time. We had some lightsabers, some balloons.
4: Glowing balloons. Yeah.
1: Some snacks. Mm Of course. You know, just having a good time. And then, um, (laughs) you know, the night progresses. And long story short, we start hearing stuff.
4: No, 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 no! You have to, you have to tell about the the guys that we met. All right, you can tell about the guys. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> so we were on the 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 shore, I guess, of the lake. And It's just like a rocky shore, and we we're all standing around the fire. And uh, these three dudes walked up, and they asked, they asked one of our friends if they could bum a cigarette off of us, and unfortunately. Now, looking back on it, he said yes. So the guys came over to us and talked to us. They offered us some booze. Um, I think Trevor drank some, but it was, it was pretty gross. So I don't think anyone else did, but anyways, <laughs> that's not the point. So then we were talking to these guys for a bit. Um, they were pretty wasted, but um, after, like, ten minutes, they, they kept going past us, uh, walking towards, or just on the beach. Of the lake, I guess. Nice midnight stroll mm-hmm. on the beach, mm-hmm. typical. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and so um, after maybe like fifteen minutes after the... Well, I don't, I don't know, remember the it time frames, but um, basically what I remember, it's kind of hard to describe without like, um, I don't know, being able to like see my hands, but there was guys like on, or they had walked on the left side of us, and we were facing the lake, and, and like. We heard people and the, so there's a forest behind us um, uh, just on the behind us like from the lake and we heard uh, the guys we thought they were the guys like walking behind us well at first I thought it was like deer or something they were walking on the trails behind us um, and we could hear um, like after a bit um, there's one person on the left side of us in the forest and then we could hear um, the other people Uh, like, on the right side of us. So they kind of, like, were on both sides. (laughs) And then... um, So then then
1: uh, we hear, like, this guy, like, start making... Well, we we heard like, animal calls. Like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It sounded like a mountain lion or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Like like, like a big cat. It was, like, scary accurate, too. it was, like, super, like, freaky. (laughs) Especially, like, in the middle of the night, you know, up in the woods. (laughs) Just, like... Full "Mm, moon. Like, that's weird and creepy. Like, (laughs) uh... Like, because at first we thought it was just the guys, like, you know, messing around with us, like, like, don't pay him any mind. Yeah. And then, like, then it turned from animal calls to, like, a chant in, like, Mm -hmm. a different language. Oh, boy. And so, like, and, like, so we heard it, and it was just like, oh, that's, like, really weird. Go hell And then (laughs) it stopped, and then it was, like... Like three or four other voices like called back the same chant like at different points on the hillside to the like and repeated the chant back and then like the one guy the one guy would chant again and then like the chants would come back in this other language and at that point we were just like oh, okay we're getting out of here this is like mm-hmm. really weird <laughs> and scary yeah. and so we were like alright oh, right, let's get out of here so we like grabbed all our stuff and like walk down the beach and cross the bridge but um
4: well this the, is the... the weird the weird part was because they we could tell they were in the forest behind us yeah but but so I was kind of like watching the shoreline because if you guys have ever been to Silver Lake um, there's like the there's the parking lot and then you cross the little bridge yeah. across the river and then you're on the other side of the beach so there's only like
1: one real spot you can like get you over can, there like, yeah
4: exactly so i was kind of watching the shoreline to see if the guys like would go from the forest on the right side of us over and cross over to go over the bridge but i didn't see i couldn't see them and it was it was like pretty bright because it was a full moon so you like you could see pretty well but um so you couldn't you couldn't see the the guys cross so we thought we were good we cross the bridge across the river um that's getting the track yeah so we get to the parking lot and we're like walking towards the truck and um just like all around the
1: parking lot yeah, you just yeah. hear the chant like like in the hills like, like how loud was it by like the way? pretty loud like there's a bunch of voices at this like, point it sounded like, like at least like 20. Or yeah What did these individuals look like they were like probably native american
4: they looked like native american had like i had
1: like cherokee braid kind of yeah. things
3: that is insane that, so at that yeah, point, yeah, point I like just the the
4: in the truck and, yeah like i started got, sprinting yeah. towards the truck and then like we dipped out of there <laughs> real quick cause, yeah, that last week, cause,
1: I, cause like the whole like first part like, it's like scary because like, it's yeah, like it's just, just, it's just these poor guys this. who like we met like us. but then I was like there's like a lot of people like mm-hmm. chanting around us right now and like Jeez. we just want to get out of here so so then we left and we we went and watched Schoolboy Q music videos for next <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, No, you know, we, we went, went to Walmart. Oh, so true, it was yeah. about
4: like 4 a.m. We went and got some snacks at Walmart and then watched the Schoolboy Q. <laughs> some people need some chicken noodle soup. Some
2: people need Schoolboy Q videos. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. true. It's, it's how we dealt with our, our
0: uh, crazy Yeah. Night. yeah. yeah. Okay. Incredible. Dryden, do you have a story for us? Um, I don't right now. Okay, that's all right. Dryden walked in late, late, didn't have time to prepare. Zach, do you have a story for
2: us? Oh, do I? (laughs) I'm one child. (laughs) child. (laughs) Yeah, so I got a story. So uh, one time, my friend Benny and I, we were in New Delhi, India, Mm -hmm. and we were going to Jaipur, India, and so we went to the bus station and we met these two gentlemen in suits and, you know, like many people out there, they wanted to talk to us because we're white. And so they were just, you know, practicing their English with us and whatnot. And then, uh... oh yeah, so then, yeah, so we tell them where we're going and they're like, yeah, we're going there too. And so me, just being a smart aleck, was like, yo, you got room for two more? And homeboy says, yeah, we do. And I was like, oh, really? Okay, well, like, how much would you charge us? And he says, there would be no charge. We're going down there anyway. So we're like, okay, we're going to go check out the bus. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot a a very important detail. So he is the senator of Rajasthan, which is like a state down there in India. Mm -hmm. And they were both in suits, which we didn't really see that much. I mean, it was only our our third day there, but we didn't really see anyone in suits. And they're like, yeah, we have a private car. So I'm like, okay, we're going to go check out the bus prices and stuff. Uh, We might come back. We might not. Anyway, it was nice meeting you. Would, so, would
0: you say you were swept off your feet
2: by these men? Not quite just yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, was, it was almost there though. We were very impressed. Anyway, and so then we, uh, <laughs> oh, and he introduced us to his son. Um, I can't remember what the son's name is, but he's like, this is my son. He's a doctor. He was also in a suit, you know. Of course. And and homeboy, um, the senator, his name is May. So we start walking away and I'm like, yo, Ben. When are we ever going to be in India again being offered a ride by a senator? <laughs> so we turn it around and we go back to Shame and we're like, we'll take it. <laughs> and uh, so he buys us some tea and uh, we're just like kind of chilling. And then the private car comes up and it wasn't like super nice of a car, but it was like, it was definitely the nicest car we had seen yet. And it was just like some kind of like Jeep, I don't know. Okay. And uh, it we had like the curtains on the windows. So I'm like, he's legit. Um, the curtains? Yeah. was a little sketchy, though. He had some... No, but it wasn't, like, thick curtains. It was just, like... Sparkling water. Like, imagine, okay. like, the president's limo, and he has curtains, so he's like, Nice okay. try. You guys can't see me. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, we get in the car, blah, blah, blah. He's like, hey, we need to make two stops. Uh, the first stop we need to go is to this lady's house. We need to give her some gifts. And we're like, yeah, you're a player. Okay. <laughs> I see you. And then he's like, and then we need to stop by my office and have, like, a quick conference or something. I'm like, yeah, we're in no rush. We're getting a free ride. Cool. So we go to this lady's house. He's like, hey, we'll be like 45 minutes, probably even less. I'm like, that's cool with us. So we're just chilling there. And then uh, some dude runs up to us on the street and he's like, hey, this is for you guys. And he gives us like a bag. And we're like, "Uh, what? And he's like, this is for you guys. It's food. It's because you're in the Senator's car. You're in the government car. And we're like, uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so there's just like two samosas, which is like this Indian food there. Well, it's an Indian food everywhere. Sounds like a
1: Girl
0: Scout cookie.
2: No, okay. <laughs> not quite. Delicious. It, it's delicious in another way. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so he gives us these two samosas and Ben and I just like start laughing so hard because we're like, we're getting treated like celebrities. People are just noticing us on the street. In this government car, bringing us food, we're like, "This is the like, this is our third day in India too." And we're like, <laughs> we're just like these seventeen-year-old boys. We're like, "Yeah, okay, cool." And uh, I guess we were like eighteen, but still. Uh, so we were pumped. We eat these samosas, like laughing so hard. And like an hour and twenty minutes pass, and then they finally come back out. Right, like, whatever. We're in no rush. So then we go to the office, and uh, he's like, "You guys can come inside this one." like, okay, whatever. So we're just chilling inside. He's like, do you guys want any water or Coke or anything? And so we bring, a, or so then he brings us uh, these two like glasses of Coke and we're like, cool, thanks. And we're there for maybe 30 minutes. He's like, okay, now we're officially on our way. So then it's Shame he's driving. And then some, I guess uh, it was like his business partner or something. And then his son, the doctor, and then Benny and I in the back. So we're driving and like basically it's like a long drive it's like maybe four or five hours and anyway like halfway through we stop and we like eat some food but for whatever reason benny and i are like we're not like really that hungry we didn't really have an appetite so we just like had some rice and we begged chamay to buy us some milkshakes so we had milkshakes too (laughs) and uh which was the best part really of the whole story um but then uh, oh yeah and then he's like hey i got you guys these and he like gives us these two like Turtles, they weren't real turtles. They were like wooden turtles, but they had like a clock inside of them. We're like, uh, thank you, I guess. And like the price tag was still on the bottom. So I like did some math and it was like maybe like 22 bucks each. And I'm like, oh, um, which is like a, a ton of money. That's so there. much, yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, thank you so much. Like they're not even that nice, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, so my typical American is like, yeah, that you could have done better, of course. <laughs> so, uh, a couple more hours later, we finally... Ar- oh, yeah. So he's like, hey, do you guys have a place to stay? And we're like, yeah, we're going to stay at our friend's house because we didn't really know how to explain Airbnb in a broken language. <laughs> so we. he's like, oh, well, tomorrow is Republic Day, which it is like kind of sort of equivalent to like Independence Day here. And he's like, so we're going to go to some government official parties. You guys can come with me if you want. So we're like... <laughs> Uh, oh okay. Yeah, man. Let's <laughs> let's do it. And he's like, "Okay, I mean, you guys can you're welcome to stay at your friend's house obviously, but if you guys want, you can stay at my house." And Benny's like, "Yeah, we'll do it." So we all roll up to Shame's house, Benny, me, Shame, and it's probably like 2:33 in the morning at this point. And uh, it's not really like that nice of a house. Like it just looks like an average apartment building. And we're like, okay, whatever. I mean, he's just, maybe he doesn't get paid that well. I don't know. And so we go inside and we kind of get settled in. And we're like, hey, like immediately we're like, do you have Wi-Fi? Because we didn't have Wi-Fi all day. We didn't have service or whatever. So we get hooked up to his like hotspot on his phone and he's kind of getting ready for bed. So, we, you know, we message our parents, hey, we're in Jaipur, we're safe, yada, yada. And then we, of course, are like, Hey, we should um we should do some fact checking on this man we're in this house of <laughs> yeah um so we look him up and uh, well he, so he wasn't he wasn't the senator um, nor was he ever and he was never even running for senator but he also but what we did find about him uh, was two different uh, cases of him being charged for rape <laughs> uh, and we were in his oh, house shit. and it was like three in the morning and we're like huh well. This isn't safe, um, and and so he's like kind of getting ready for bed. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna take a bath." Right? Okay, whatever. Right? Normal. And he's Indian like, "People love baths." Yeah, they they do. They love. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't love the bath? <laughs> That's true. So he uh, we like. He's like, "Anything else you guys need?" And we're like, "No, we're good." And he's like, "Yeah, just you know, make yourself a home or whatever." And so I you know tried to be not suspicious. Laid my sleeping bag out. Um, Benny is, of course, like freaking out. I'm like, Ben, keep it cool. <laughs> like, don't. Don't. Jeez. Stop it. So then he. So then we hear, like, the bathwater stop. Um, meaning, you know, he's he's now preparing to get in officially. He's in the nude. He's in the nude, but yeah, the now. door's closed. Lightly. Okay. And when as soon as we hear that, like, stop, we're like, let's get out of here. So we, like, quickly pack our things up. And then Ben, I don't know why. Ben's like, I feel bad, let's leave the Turtles. I'm like, Bet, who cares? <laughs> just, he gave it to us and he's like, dude, they were expensive. Like, he's not gonna drive back two hours anyway. So we left the Turtles, unfortunately. Oh, and then shit. we just left them on the nightstand and then we like, we quickly grabbed all of our stuff, got out of there, shut the door behind us and then also shut the front door. And we just like run to the street and we're like, it's like 3.30 in the morning by now. And we're like, just looking for like a tuk-tuk, which is like a taxi. We're just like, yo, and we had the address from the Airbnb from before. We're like, yo, take us here. Which is not really even an address because they only sort of have addresses down there. So he just has like a rough estimate area of where it might be. Um, and he, there's like a phone number, but taxi driver does not have a phone. Anyway, so we are just like driving around for like 45 minutes trying to find our Airbnb. And finally we like find these random dudes just on the street and we're like, yo, do you have a phone? They don't understand what we're asking them. So eventually we kind of get through to them, they have a phone, they let us call Kashav. Kashav is the Airbnb dude, and...
0: He's also the governor of Rajasthan.
2: <laughs> no, he was just the mayor. Uh, yeah. um, so he, uh, yeah, so we call him, we're like, so sorry to wake you. We're, um, and are like, we didn't know what to tell him, so we were just like, oh, we're actually going to be staying somewhere else tonight, sorry. And he's like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, we still charged him for the Airbnb, or he still charged us or whatever, and then we, uh, we were like, yo, um, our plans fell through. Um, can we still stay at your place tonight? He's like, yeah, sure. So he like, explained in Hindi to the taxi driver where to go. And finally, he like, found us at some random gate. So Kashav is our savior. He saved us. Oh, yeah. So the next day, by the way, I'm like, what do we tell Shame, if anything? So I just texted him. I was like, hey, man, uh, sorry we had to make a quick dash. Um, we realized that you lied to us and you're not the senator. Never were. Um, And we did find these two different articles about you. There was no pictures, but it did say your first and last name in Jaipur, India, which isn't that, like, small of a place, but we were like, you know, we would rather be safe than sorry. If this is not you and you actually are the senator, we are so sorry. But (laughs) just, and and then he was like, he basically just said, like, oh, you should have talked to me before you left. He's like, that's a politically fabricated story. And he's like, anyway, enjoy your time. Call me, and we were like, mm, nah, we're, we're good. And anyway, oh and then, uh, so that's pretty much where our story ends with him. And then, probably like six months later, I just get this like uh, message from him out of the blue of like 20 pictures of like Buddha with all these like Buddha quotes on it. And it's just like, forgiving is a good thing. Or, or I don't know, just like weird Buddha quotes. And I was like, are you trying to like ask for my forgiveness? What?
4: Anyway, so, back.
2: that's my story. Wow. <laughs> wow, That's an adventure right there. Anyway, I didn't tell my parents for, like, until like a couple months later I got back. because so I'm like, I don't really want to tell them about this, and they're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have sent you out to India alone.
3: Like,
2: yeah. Mom, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know. But...
3: You well,
2: you the <laughs> my, Mom, we're in safe hands, I think. <laughs> that's crazy. So
0: that's my story. Will? My story? Yeah. Okay, it'll be brief, but... My story starts when I went to Wisconsin to attend a BYU football game with my father. Mm. Uh. We went there, and we were staying at a hotel, and we went back there for the night. We were with another individual. It was me, my father, and a, f- a family friend of ours. Um, during the day of the game, I went and took a picture with all of the cheerleaders from Wisconsin. So it was just me, this little 14-year-old kid with all the girls, they thought I was really funny, great, whatever. We get back to the hotel and this family friend of ours, he was in the lobby of the hotel and he says, hey, Will, there's a bunch of women that are all together down in the lobby, you should go and try and take a photo of them. So I was like, okay, whatever, like that sounds pretty funny. So I'm just this 14-year-old kid, and I go down there, and it turns out it's, like, this women's club, and they're all super <laughs> drunk in in togas, and it's, like, these 25 women that are just hanging out. And I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you guys? And they're like, yeah, yeah! And they're all, like, freaking out. So I, like, am posing, like, in front of them, and, like, the pictures are being taken, but they're literally pulling me in, <laughs> like literally, like grabbing me. They want you to become one of them. I I guess so. Greek life, you know.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> but what
0: happened is, is the pictures being taken? They like pulled me into them, and then like I tried to get up, and I was like walking away, oh, no. and this Asian woman that was in this toga literally hopped on my back, <laughs> and was like on my back for several seconds as I was, like, trying to get away. And the whole time, this family friend of ours is just laughing about it. So then I just basically ran upstairs to my father. Don't <laughs> worry, we will post a link to that photo. Yeah, that photo <laughs> exists, and it is... Wait, really? It explains this. Yeah, I'll show you. Oh, yeah, you. it's
3: beautiful. Oh, I would love to see this. I you mm-hmm. don't have to pull it up right now, but... This. Okay. I'll At some point, pre- we, should, Facebook we should... page?
0: Anyway, so that's it for the episode. We're thankful that... Will Durant and Dryden were here. Hopefully, they'll come again. You're just
2: gonna leave out the last name.
5: I. Uh, it's just Dryden. It's Flippy just D. flip yeah. Flippy oh, D and Willie D. D. I gotta. Did Did you come up with a story in the meantime? <laughs> oh shit! Dude, the thing is, I'm so invested listening to Zach's story. <laughs> Oops. No, that's you fair. I just didn't, I didn't, short, I, I didn't want to cut you off. I do have a story. Um, all right, this story is actually pretty pretty uh weird well one time we were in china my family and we went to like an outdoor city um it's the city was called yingshua and it's like famous for these mountains that are like literally up and down but super skinny and just goes up and down up and down kind of like mountains you draw like as a kindergartner or something. I still drop mountains yeah. like that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, like these mounds are crazy. They're like out of Dr. Seuss book. But like the yeah. ones from Avatar, the movie. Dude, I would have to re-watch Avatar but probably. <laughs> okay. Probably. And we're there and we show up um, we, we took like it's we took like a 10-hour bus and when we got there obviously at the end of the bus like this city is pretty touristy because these mountains are so beautiful but not only for like tourists but also just for like also locals to China. It's also like a place that just Chinese people go it's not just like foreigners so we get out of the bus and there's a ton of people you know just trying to sell their hotel or their place to stay or you know like activities to do in the city and there's this one dude there who was just trying to get us to stay at his place and right when we got off the bus the bus took off and my mom had realized she left her purse on the bus oh. uh. with all of our passports oh so oh, wow. yeah it was like oh damn all the passports are literally just be driving yeah. away right now so they're kind of stressing and this guy that's trying to um, sell us his hotel we explained to him, what just happened, and he's like, "Oh, I can, I know the bus driver. I'll call." His phone. <laughs> oh no! So we're like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> yeah. whatever." This guy's so, got connections. Yeah, so he calls the bus driver, and he wasn't lying; he had his number. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so then he hopped in a taxi, and uh, my dad went with him, and, and they went up to the to the bus and got the passports, and. And then like drove back. My dad paid for the taxi, and obviously we were thankful. So we actually gave this guy our um, passports. Our uh, uh, passports. Yeah. And <laughs> then you. and then we he he sold them on the black market. <laughs> no. no, but we were psyched. And so then he was like thinking, okay, I got these guys. They're gonna stay at my hotel for sure. I just helped them find the passports, which we were. Thinking about it, <laughs> <laughs> it everything our minds. it crossed our minds. But when we saw the place, we were like, "Ah, this place looks pretty shitty. I don't think we want to stay here." <laughs> so instead, can you, we, can we you describe what it looked like. Honestly, I don't even remember what it looked like. I just remember it was like this place, which kind of looks like a like kind. It's kind of like his house, like his. It's like almost an Airbnb, okay. but. I think at that time there wasn't Airbnb, mm. so it was basically like he wanted to stay us to stay with him in his house, versus like Aww. an actual hotel type place. Mm. And with a family of you know eight people, the hotel was the obvious option. Yeah, because we need a little bit of privacy just with that many people. So we did give him like something like twenty five or fifty bucks. We we're like, dude, thanks for helping us out yeah here's some money i think it was like a full day of rent Oof. of like what he would have charged so it was like a pretty fair deal yeah in in our eyes but he was like pretty mad about the whole scenario he was like dude i just barely saved your guys lives basically i got these passports for you like you have to stay with us <laughs> and we are like no we're, like we're not staying here you. But thank you and here's this money. And like he got in a pretty heated argument with my dad and my dad the whole time was like so confused. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Is your father does he speak Chinese or does this man no, speak? No, that Chinese? guy spoke English. Was it like pretty good or was it like pretty broken English? Um it was better than broken. It was probably okay. like heavy accent. It was like decent fair. decent English. Okay. Yeah. So they're like they're like going at it and he's he's just pissed off cuz we're not staying with him and eventually my dad's like no dude we're not staying with you and like we're leaving so we like start walking away and then he like threatened my dad that he would come after our family with a knife <laughs> oh and God. we're like Damn, that's wild. <laughs> like crazy. So like, at I that point, yeah. Damn. At that at that point, damn, Dan, we literally. literally... <laughs> damn, Ted, you gonna let him? You gonna let him Stop. boss you around like that? <laughs> <laughs> so then we we're like, fine, we'll stay with you.
4: I'm no, just joking. <laughs> no, <And> then, <laughs> then, <laughs> if you're gonna come after us, and then, then he then raped then, you. Yeah. No,
5: no. No, boy. we, we really left. Was... We just ignored him, <laughs> walked away, and like he's pissed off, and. Um we we get into like our hotel that we d- decided to stay in which was super sick and not homeboy's house. Not homeboy's house. It's <laughs> just like a hotel resort place. Really and um having a great time doing like cool hikes, checking out the city, all in the hotel. Yeah. Wow. This hotel's <laughs> it's all it's inclusive. A, it's wow. like it's That's like Dubai sick. but better. Wow. Yeah. Indoor hiking. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> No, we did, like, a river rafting trip and some other things. And then um, we, we were talking to these guys from New Zealand who had opened up an outdoor adventure shop. And my dad actually told them the story of that dude. He's like, yeah, this crazy thing happened to us. And they're like, really? Because this whole city is, like, Dependent on tourism, yeah. so when people like that are like trying to do business um, The police work with the mafia and like Give that guy a lesson So the New Zealand guys like my dad told him the story not thinking much about it but then the New Zealand guys are like oh and They and then after they told him the story. They're like yeah, we're, we're gonna report that to the police and the police are going to work with the mafia to, like, <laughs> go after this guy. <laughs> so we're like, oh, okay. Well, and, and that's kind of where the story ends, because hopefully that guy is all right. Like, I don't know. Hopefully and, uh, It's definitely out. messed up that he, he said he's going to come after us with a knife, but... I hope they didn't kill him or anything. Like, what I'm at, I hope they just like beat him up in an alley or something. <laughs> at worst. I hope they threatened him with the knife. Yeah, or just it. threatened him with the knife, and that's it. But yeah, it was a pretty crazy thing when it was going on in the moment. Wow, it's wow. amazing. Yeah, I'm glad you're safe. Hey, before we
2: wrap it up, can I share a fun fact? Yes. Please. So sometimes the mafia they don't threaten people like physically, but uh, like small business owners, like this or whatever, Mm -hmm. they'll go and then they, because the mafia knows everybody, they will go and then they'll cut off, like small businesses, if they like do them wrong or whatever, they own money and they don't pay it up, then they will uh, go and then they talk to their food suppliers and then they cut off the food suppliers so then the business doesn't get their good deals from the original supplier so then they start failing. Jeez. Mm. So, boom! Just
4: take their livelihood. It's not even that they're threatening them. They're just Too like, much. by IQ the way, yeah. we run this. <laughs> they're like, just so you know. And that's how mafia works. <laughs> yes, <I knew. laughs> it was just a matter of time. That's how the United States Congress does its
0: job. Amazing. Alright, so that's it for this week. We will be back with you guys soon. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, and... Hit smash
3: Share with subscribe. With yeah. Let's see if we can get subscribe our PewDiePie. <laughs> see if we can get a uh, ten thousand likes on this one, guys. Ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, we're going for <laughs> like, ten
5: thousand. I'm feeling crazy. If we can get one million likes <laughs> okay. on this video, yeah. that will make my day.
2: Yo, and we're on all streaming services now. Officially yeah. on iTunes, yeah. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Google Podcasts uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, mm-hmm. We're, we're thinking things. about
0: doing a live show in Vegas sometime within <laughs> the next couple months, so you guys can come out,
5: support us, see us there, we'll keep you tuned in for that. You though. can see
2: more than the mustache. <laughs> is all we're trying to say.
5: I think there was. Not one. that much. I mean, okay. I did come in late, but was this video sponsored by chance? No, do you have a sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we got a sponsor. Um, This sponsor was made by Greninja, (laughs) (laughs) and basically what he does is he'll tutor you to be super stealthy and quick, so he's more like a personal trainer, but he'll meet with you at the gym of your choice, and uh, just hit him up, teach you some shout- Thanks Greninja, he really makes this podcast happen, so. (laughs) Alright, hit the stop button. (laughs)